taking care of it. Mm-hmm. They left this behind, you guys. So we were we were finishing that page last week. The Haoras Harav in response to in response to the approach of that Rav had Doctor Hanichbad who was who Rav Kuksu is failing to understand the Haltachlis of the Tchiyah Halumis, which is the fusion of Kodesh and Chal, which is the which is the reunification of Kodesh and Chal. And that, Rav Kook believed, could only really take place in the fullest sense in, in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, he invited the professor to come Join us here. The Tchia Halum is the revival, the national revival that's taking place, is one that depends upon there being this meeting of Kodesh and Chol. The, the Anshe HaChol, the people who are committed to building the land, working the land, and building the, the landscape, the economy, and so on, On the other hand, the Anshe Kodesh from the Yishuv, the old Yishuv, learning and davening and so on. And, and Rav Kook believed that the only way that these two worlds can be joined together is by being in Eretz Yisrael. And the Tchia, the only way that the Tchia could be a Tchia, what he calls it, Tchia Shlema, a complete and, and perfect Tchia, is when we're able to, when we're able to join these two groups and to be able to receive what's best from both of them. Instead, instead of the present situation where the old school is angry at the, at the uh, lack of uh, or the, the loss of religious behavior on the part of the new school, the new school feels no connection at all to the old Hever, when in truth they're both vital parts of Klai Yisrael that have to be brought together. And that's the Avodah HaShleim of the of Tchiyas HaKodesh. So, um, let's, let's just finish, let's just finish the, the, the page that we have from the Miami. You still have that from last week? Mm-hmm. So the last paragraph that begins, the last paragraph begins with Avala Chisar. So let's just start from there again. We'll read quickly. Thank you. The Jews who represent the Erchei HaKodesh, the holy valleys of Klai Yisrael Torah Mitzvahs, we've always had such people, and we have now, but they must, but they must, they must become part of this of the of the national 
of the national revival, and, 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 and therefore they can't remain any more locked up inside of their own world. They have to come out and be, a, and be involved in the Shabbos. This is what we were talking about last week, that instead of being angry, instead of being angry at the other Jews who are only involved in working the land and so on, who are the people of Chol, we must ascend, we must elevate ourselves to a madrega. We're able to bring everybody together to work, to, to making more beautiful Erech HaKadosh. Because by, by, by learning from the Anshe HaKol, that's what I'm going to be talking about at the end last week, by learning from those people who value the beauty of the land and the improvement of our physical state of existence, those Jews from the old school the, who are who are who are living in the in the world of Erech Hakodesh, all Erech Hakodesh, all all matters of religion of Yiddishkeit will be lifted up to a higher level. Was Then our Tchia can be a complete Tchia. And in the armies of the Jewish people, then we will be able to hear echoes of the sound of full life. Both the side of Kodesh and the side of Chol, <coughs> together. Chayi Hachol, the Jews should have once again healthy physical existence. I was talking about that, or yelling about it a lot last week. Chayi Hachol, healthy physical existence, taking care of our health, taking care of Parnosa, taking care of our homes, of our streets, of our gardens, of our lives in a healthy way. Chayi Hakodesh, taking care of our Yiddishkeit in a beautiful and healthy way. And the harmony, the full harmony of these two worlds of Kodesh and Chol will bring about a state Vade is the certain Klil Teferus, the, the crown of glory of Kodesh Kodashim, of the Holy of Holies. Kodesh Kodashim. Because that's what the Kodesh Kodashim is. Kodesh Kodashim is that place where Kodesh and Chol meet. That's, that's where heaven and earth meet in Kodesh Kodashim. Rav Kook is calling for a meeting of heaven and earth instead of everybody being he- heaven being angry at earth and earth being angry at heaven. So Rav Kook says, why don't we get together? Let's get together. And the Kodesh Kodashim is the meeting place of heaven and earth. The old, the old Yeshua of Jews, those were the heavenly Yidin that were in him, they were Himmeldike Yidin, that they're sitting all day learning and davening or, or uh, by sitting by Rav Shem, by Chai, or, or sitting by Kevin Rachel, all day, these Himmel Dikiyidin, these holy people, that, uh, that they can't stand to look at the Jews who are, who are, who are uh, not religious, or, and, the peop- and that they're out there. On the other hand, so the, the, the earth Jews, the earth Jews were not looking at the Himmel Dikiyidin, and there was this terrible separation. Kodesh was the place where heaven and earth get together. Yushalayim Shomala and Yushalayim Shomata. <coughs> That's what the Kodesh Kodashim is. Is that Nakuda? Is that Nakuda of, of the Kodesh and Chal coming together? Many times over the years I've spoken to you about the teaching of Rav Kook regarding, regarding the, the whole nature of, of Shira Shirim. Because Rabbi Kiva, as you recall, said that Kol Shirim Kodesh, they wanted to ban Shira Shirim from being part of Tanakh. It's the story, the shot of the story is not something which appears holy at all. It appears to be very unholy. The story of Shir Shim about a, a young man and a young lady 
and the, even the words that are being used are very, very graphic. They would never get into our for magazines, any of the stuff, and Shir Shir. Uh, and uh, and so there was a there was a movement in Klai Yisrael to see to it that Shir Hashim would not be part of Tanakh <coughs> it would be misunderstood uh, it would cause many many ears to get read and so on and so forth so Rabbi Kiva says Kol Hashim Kardash, Shir Hashim is Kardash Kadash Rabbi Kiva said that all of the Shirim are Kardash but Shir Hashim is Kardash Kadash it's the holiest of holy so Rav Kook explains, what does that mean? What's, what does it mean that it's Shir Shema's Kodesh Kodesh? Shir is talking about a, a guy and a girl. That's what the story is about. A prince and a princess. Shuvi Shuvi Shalamis. Moshcheni Acherech Even the physical descriptions are very graphic. So Rav Kook has a, one of the most beautiful pieces. Rav Kook explains, I'm not going to go into this, because now it's Davke Rabbi Akiva, whose life started off completely chol. Rabbi Akiva was completely, completely detached from holiness, separated from holiness. Rabbi Akiva. And as you all know, he only began to really learn when he was older. Chazal tells us that he despised Talmud many like many of the kibbutzniks, who despised Talmud Chacham. Rabbi Kiva was from the new Yishuv. Rabbi Kiva was from Rabbi Kiva was uh, from whatever from Gadera, from uh, from some kibbutz someplace. I, I'm just, of course, making that. It doesn't mean he was Mamish from kibbutz. <laughs> Rabbi Kiva was from such Rabbi Kiva was from such a world. He was in favor of uh, a, a secular life, the field, out with the animals. He was very, very, very much against life in the Besamedrish. He said that if you would see, he, he, when he was younger, he, if you would see a Talmud Chacham, he would want to take a bite out of him. He hated Talmud Chacham. He hated the old way of life. He hated Kodesh. He said that about himself. He hated Kodesh. He was Chol. That was it. He's no more Kodesh. Chol. Whatever happened to Rabbi Kiva happened. And Rabbi Kiva became this person who was the most remarkable fusion of those two worlds, of Kodesh and Chal. Therefore, the same Rabbi Kiva who, who raised 24,000 Talmidim and so on, lifted up the whole glory of Torah, also led the Jewish people to war against the Romans. It's not something that you would ever, ever hear about nowadays from Rosh Hashiv. Most of Rosh Hashivas you hear nowadays saying, you're not allowed to fight, or, it's, or we don't want to fight. The the Rabbi Kiva was Rabbi Kiva was carrying the was carrying the weapons of uh, he was the nice came the Rambam brings down Hilsimloch he carried Barakhba's uh, uh, weapons he was carrying Barakhba's he was Rabbi Kiva was was the force behind the whole rebellion against Rome it's very atypical of of the world of Kodesh to get to get involved in that world not just of Chol but Mamish of of Milchama. And and that's the same Rabbi Kiva that that the Gemara describes in a very very graphic way his love for Rachel Bas Kalbas We don't find any other love story in Shas, and the way that it's described in a very clear way, and what happened over there, and that through Rachel, 
he became so great, and he attributed all of his greatness when he came back to Yerushalayim, to his wife, to Rachel, the daughter of Kabbalah And Rabbi Kiva's life is the story of, of Kodesh and Chal joining together to create Kodesh Kadashim. That's why he was the one who said, if all of the Shirim, if all of the Ksuvim are a Kodesh, if all of Tanakh is holy, Shir Shirim is Kodesh Kadash. Shir Shirim is the story of, is a marshal of, of, of Kutchebichum Knesset that's written as a story for men and a woman <coughs> falling in love, being in love. And that's Rabbi Kiva's own story, you understand that? And that's from that, Rabbi Kiva uncovered within himself the deepest, deepest place of Kedusha. Because there's not a contradiction with that. Because <coughs> this is what we were talking about earlier. There's no contradiction between Kaidish and Chol. Everything is Kaidish. The Chol is also Kaidish. When the Chol, when when the Kedush inside the Chol is is uncovered, and Adarabba, what Rabbi Kiva is saying, and Rabbi Kook explains, is that through Chol one can come to Kodesh. Because through the emotions of a person that are uncovered as a result of that relationship with his love in a person's heart that is opened up to another, so from there the person can begin to love other Jews, to love Klai Yisrael, to love Hashem. That's called Shir Hashir Mashiach L'Shlom. Shir Hashir Mashiach That's why he called it Kodesh Kedoshim. Because Kodesh Kedoshim is a physical place. It's a place in Yerushalayim. It's on the GPS. That's a Kodesh Kedoshim. There's a physical place. It's a piece of earth. But it's not a regular piece of earth. It's a piece of earth that when you look when you when you look at it deeply, you realize that it's a heavenly place on earth. It's where Shemaim and Aretz, Nashka Hadad, the Gemara says that they kiss each other in that place. So, whereas the other Chacham said saw a separation between Shirashim and the rest of Tanakh, the theme of Tanakh is Kodesh, is holy. Tanakh talks about God and about all kinds of holy things. That's what the theme of Tanakh is about. And the theme of Shir Hashim is, oh, that's about, that's about a, a guy and a girl. That's not holy. That's Chal. So they wanted to keep these, these two worlds apart. Maybe Kiva said, you got it all wrong. The whole tachlis of creation is to bring those two worlds together. And not only that, it's through a relationship of Chal that one can begin to grow and to ultimately, through that relationship of Chol, can come, like Rabbi Kiva did, to come to Kodesh, where the way that he died was, that's how he died. So the same Rabbi Kiva, who started off completely Chol, became bound to the world of Kedusha, Davka, through his love of Rachel, she was the one that brought that out in him, she was the one that brought the Torah out in him, that relationship of Chasen and Kala, Shir Hashirim. Rabbi Kiva became Rabbi Kiva through Shir Hashirim, Ultimately, his, his Ahava, the love, expanded from being just with a wife, that love, to the love of Am Yisrael. He was the one that said, is the underlying greatest principle of Torah, to love another Jew. Because for that love of another Jew, one grows to love HaKadosh Baruch. People that start from the other direction, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't work out. The ones that start from the love of God, very often they never get to love other people. They oftentimes don't get uh, don't get to the Ahavas Yisrael. But when it begins with Ahava, <coughs> that's Rabbi Kiva, his life was a life of Shir Shir. And it grew. So then the love of the love of his uh, of other Jews, the love of the Talmidim, and then he went to fight against Rome, Amish, the love of Klai Yisrael. The highest, highest Madreg is Yasun Shmasabach, Shmay Sal Shamakana Shamachad. The highest material is love of a Kaddish Baruch. 
which includes everything, which is everything. Therefore, he said that Shir Shirim is Kodesh Kadosh. When Kodesh and Chal come together, it doesn't cancel, they don't cancel each other out. That's what the old school thought, and that's what the kibbutznikah thinks. The kibbutz, the, the kibbutz people from the new yeshuv felt that we have to live a life of Chal, we can't have anything to do with Kodesh. Been there and done that. We're not, we can't do that. The people of Kodesh looked at the people of Chal and said, hey, it's disgusting, the Mechali Shabbos, the Eichel, the Bels and Trevis. we can't have anything to do with these people. And Rabbi Kiva was saying is that the secret lies in those two worlds joining together, Kodesh and Chal. Where the people of Kodesh can uplift the people of Chal, and the people of Chal can give life and joy and energy to the people of Kodesh who are, who are sitting in, in some broken down spider web, the base measures someplace, and have forgotten what it means to be outside and to breathe and to live. <coughs> and, and the Bochum is spending, here, spending their life sitting inside wishing they could be outside somewhere. So to get these two worlds together, to bring these two worlds together. We'll know that we've done that right when we'll come to a time when being a firm person, well, a firm person will not have to be jealous of somebody who's not firm. I know that sounds like apicorosis, right? None of you are jealous of people who are not from. Right? Well, only just add a little bit to that. I'm, I'm not going to start yelling at you. I'm holding myself back. <laughs> I made up my mind. I'm going to be good today. <laughs> to, the, the, what if you could be not from and not get in any trouble for not being not from? Let's say God would still, everything would be fine, and you, go to, and you knew you were going to Ganadin. And you can be totally not firm and just do whatever you like. Just do whatever you like. You still think you'd have three days yontif? <laughs> still think you three days yontif? You know how many times I've had Bachem that have told me how jealous they are of non-religious people? Of non-Jewish people? From guys that that, that are jealous of non-religious people. They can do whatever they like. They're not stuck in this thing. that They, they got, have to sit in front of an old book for... 18 hours a day or something else, they're not going to be able to marry the prettiest girl. You can just be, just to be free. To go out, have a good time. To, to, to go, do what you like with your life. What? I tried that. I did that. Yeah. So when you talk to the, when you talk to the people, when you talk to the Balichuva, the Balichuva said, the Balichuva, the ones that come back, I mean, most Jews haven't, but the ones like yourself and other tzaddikim like that, Balichuva, that come back, they say, ah, it's Waste of time. This is takut. This is real. Therefore, the balichuva, that that the, so the frum kids are wondering. Like the biggest question they have with these balichuva is like, why did you do that? Why would you do such a thing? Are you, are you out of your mind? My whole life, I'm challenging to be you. Because when you were before you got into this whole thing of Yiddishkeit, you didn't know about anything. Therefore, you weren't going to be punished. You were going to be a tinnik shenish, but you'd be you come up to heaven, and and God would say, you know, you didn't keep Shabbos. You didn't you didn't eat kosher. You say. I don't know. How, I, how was I supposed to know? So God said, okay, you're in. So, so every yeshiva is dreaming of such a... Can you imagine? I can do whatever I want, and then I still get in. And I, get, I, I get to still see, like, my Shabbat, the Baal Shem Tov. That's great. What could be better than that? Instead, i got to sit in front of this book, Faith, and I was, I'm not allowed to do this. I can't do this again. Also, 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 also. Everything is also, also. Everything is forbidden. Everything is forbidden. I can't have fun. I can't enjoy myself. Everything is, everything is hard. Everything is dreary, dark, and dreary, and so on. The outside, everybody's having a good time. The Shiva Bacha watches the guy and the, the boy and his girlfriend from college walking down the street, holding hands, stopping every ten steps to, to kiss each other. Forgive me. And, and the Yeshiva Bacha is kissing his Gemara. 
That's it. He gives his Gemara a kiss. He sees the he sees uh, he sees the the two uh, Ivy Leaguers walking around holding each other, and he, and he's like, yeah. And then th- and then he finds out that this guy from Ivy League he dropped his girlfriend and became from. He thinks he's out of his mind. That guy's out of his mind. That's all I'm dreaming of, of, of being able to do without getting punished, without God getting angry, without my father and my mother disowning me, you know, the whole, that's what it comes with, all that stuff. As long as there's the tiniest little, little, little tiny little bit of a trace inside any one of us that feels that being a, being a Jew that's Shemim Mitzvah is a burden, we're not, we're not in Shir Hashir. Shir Hashir means to be in love with the lives that we have. Mamish. To be in love with being Jewish. In love, there's a guy that there's a guy that he's involved because he makes his parnas like this being an outreach. He's involved in outreach, and I and I was talking to him and I and he was telling me about some of the things that they're working on the project, and I and I asked him why are you why are you doing this like why do you want to why do you want to mess up these non-from people by by getting them to be from? She so said, what do you what do you what do you mean? It's like why do you want them to be from? That's what you do for a living, right? You go out to campuses and you get, you know, you, you have these shiurim and stuff. <clears throat> it's beautiful. Why do you want these people to be from? So he said, well, I mean, uh, it's a big mitzvah. To, the day, it's a big mitzvah. I said, good. I said, it's a big mitzvah. I said, but I said, are you yourself happy about being from? Tell the truth. How happy are you being from? That you're trying to make other people miserable like you? Because this guy has a lot of struggles, so I so say you want you want other people you want to bring them into the fold. So you show them all these you show them all these nice things. You take them on a you take them on a birthright trip, and you show them how beautiful <coughs> everything is. And Kilo, all all from people are so happy, and we're always dancing all the time and having parties and we're making lachaims and life is great. But how come you're not happy? So you want to bring other people into your unhappiness? You're not happy. You're not happy being from. The only happiness you have is when you're able to go to sit in Starbucks with some with some non-religious girl and talk to her about God. That's the happiest time of your life. If you had to sit with a 75-year-old man in Starbucks, it wouldn't be so good. <laughs> Mr. Kirov, outreach man. I don't see anybody running after 75-year-old people. Why, they don't have to be religious? I guess it's more fun with a 19-year-old girl and a 75-year-old man. Jewish outreach. It's, it's sure it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah for the old man too to, to, to reach out to him. Invite him over. Make a Shabbat for the for the elderly. <laughs> nah, it's already, they're, too, they're too stuck in their ways. You're too stuck in your ways. <laughs> Sorry, Lydia. You still have a you still have a long way to go. <laughs> it's starting to sound. It's starting to sound young to me, also. <laughs> I know. I know. But are you happy? We talk Shira Shirim. Shira Shirim is the love story of Kuchibichu and Knesset Yisrael, and it's and it's a young woman and a young man, a prince and a princess, who run off in the fields of Yerushalayim together. That's Yiddishkeit. Do we feel that, Bamis? So the so the Chol people are walking around with their girlfriends on kibbutz, 
the Kurdish people are, are, are sitting with their angry look in, in the Bismarck, looking over to see what's doing in the kibbutz, you know, what's going on in the kibbutz. The kibbutz people miss, they miss in the deepest part of who they are, they miss Shabbos and Yantiv. Their hearts are broken, they can't get past it. They still, they still hum, they still are humming Ka'achsai 40 years later. And these two, these two are looking at each other. The kibbutz guy looks at the, at the firm guy. And the film guy is looking at the kibbutz guy, and each one's thinking, oh, yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could. That's what's going on. I wish I could. The film, the, the film person wishes he could have that life. Not, God forbid, without mitzvahs. You understand, I'm, I'm making it a little bit stronger, but to have a certain freedom and a certain libidikite and a certain... Like to have a, to have a nice house in the Panosa. He used to take... Years ago, when I was teaching high school, so we used to take him to the kids to Shabbatonim, they used to take them to you know to from neighbors, and they would be in in some in some small apartment with nine kids and everybody screaming and throwing throwing yogurt on the wall and everything. <laughs> and, I, and 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 I said, and I said to the, in school, I said well, like, why don't we take them to Back Lawrence or something? Why don't you show, why don't you show these non-religious kids that like they, you could be a yid and you could still have you could still have a, a, a central air conditioning and a pool. And, and, and you could still you could still be a live live in a, in a in a way that doesn't mean you have to live that way. But to see that to be a Jew doesn't mean that you have to live in misery and poverty. Don't, you don't have to live that way. So the chaver from the the from the kodesh, chaver, they they're that they should be able to have some harvacha. They should be able to have some harvacha. They spend the whole year thinking about is it possible to save up enough enough uh, prutas to be able to go to a to a to some place that's similar near Tzvah somewhere, right? To be able to go for three days, have to save the whole year and speak to some relatives and chutzlars who are ready to um, sponsor uh, a family trip to go to go uh, up north for, for two days or something, Cholamoyed, to get out of Yerushalayim, to get out of the stifling environment that we're in, to be able to, to be able to walk in the fields and to breathe and so on. So the chalishing to go outside a little bit. And then the chaver from the, the non-religious, they, they wish they were able to have a muna. They wish, they wish. You see the second you, you go to them, you, 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 you learn with them a little bit of Torah, they're on fire. They're chalishing to have a taste of Yiddishkeit. They just don't know how to. And this is how we live. Nobody's talking to each other. Everybody's looking like this. And everybody's looking over each other. Everybody's looking over their shoulder. The frum are looking over into the, by the fire and, and wishing, oh, yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. And the fire, the non-religious are looking over to the frum and saying, oh, yeah, that looks so so meaningful and deep. I have no meaning in my life. I'm sick and tired of, of living the way that I'm living like an animal in Tel Aviv someplace, <coughs> running from one, one movie, from one girlfriend to another. And they're looking at the firm and they say, oh, I, I, I wonder what that's like to have faith, to have a moon. I know that my, my grandfather was such a person. I wonder about that. I wish I could be such a person. But if you go over and you say you, you'd like to be like the firm people, they say, no, I hate them. You go over to the religious people and say, you wish you could be a little bit like that? You know, a little more life and a little bit more romance. You wish I hate this disgusting. It's not true. Each one is looking at the other one and wishing they could be. Rabbi Kiva made a shidduch. You understand? <laughs> Between those two worlds. That's why Rabbi Kiva said, "Kol Hashem Kari the Shir Hashir Ba Shir Hashem Kach Kadosh." It's the holiest of holies. It's the holiest of holies. Because the holiest of holies, as I was talking about this morning about the first Chabur, the holiest of holies is not is not to be away from the world. It's not Yom Kippur. The holiest of holies is Purim. 
That's the holiest. That a Jew could be besimcha. That a Jew could be happy. That a Jew is able to, to eat and to live, to be in this world and at the same time to be to be kaidish, to be holy. That's the that's the tachlis of our lives. And therefore, when this professor was writing, when this professor wrote about how Judaism is not about it's not about uncovering the deeper meaning of learning Panimus Torah and seeing the depths of Yiddishkeit and so on. It's just about trying to, trying to just uh, observe, observe the commandments. Shav Cook said, you know, we're not going back to the Haskalah. You messed us up once, we're not going to get messed up again. <coughs> the purpose is to come back to, to our land and in our land to come back to life. To see people, to see, to see Jews with beards and payas out in the fields. And to see people with cut out t-shirts back in the base Medrash. That's what it is. That's the secret of the Tchir, to bring those two worlds together, every single Jew, and to be able to receive one from the other, to learn one from the other, to give to one to the other. That's what he's writing over here. Yishmu hadei ha-kol sholechaim ha-shleim emishnei tzadayim, chayi ha-chol v'chayi ha-kodesh b'chol shemuslam sh'ha-harmonia, ha-shleim eshlehem yachet yevadai klil tefera shol-kodesh kodashim. That is the crowning glory of Kodesh Kodashim, when Shira Shirim, when Kodesh and Chal come together. That's, that's the glory of Am Yisrael. Not when Kodesh is sitting in its corner, ignoring the Chal, and not when Chal is Chas Shalom sitting in its corner and, and ignoring the Kodesh. It's the Klil Teferis, that's the Midah Teferis, is Kodesh Kodashim. And those two worlds of Kodesh and Chal are brought together. Zeroha Oishir Hamakuva. Of Cook writes, that's the happiness that we're, that we're longing for. That's what we're waiting for. That's what the Nevi'im were talking about. And that's complete tshuva. That's tshuva ashleima. Even before they become religious, it's still considered tshuva ashleima? It's, it's, it's not tshuva ashleima. No, there's no such thing as tshuva ashleima if somebody's not religious. But it's on the way. It's no such thing. Tshuva ashleima means... Everything. The program. The program consists of Kodesh and Chol. Shuva Shlema means that the non-religious, of course, have to come back to Yiddishkeit, and they have to come back to Yiddishkeit, and that the religious have to come back to not being so from. Now, what does that mean, from? I use the word from means not chasom. They should be less careful with mitzvahs. God forbid. They should be on fire with mitzvahs. But not to be just with the frumkite, with the outer casing, and, and not with the inner or the light and the fire. They need to take something from that world to take to to go into that world of chol, and to and to live in that world with Torah mitzvahs, not without Torah mitzvahs. And every Jew should know. Every Jew should know. That as long as he's only busy, he's talking to the non-religious people now, that as long as all you're taking care of is the tzadiachol, is the secular side, the earthly, mundane side, shalatchi halumis, of the national revival, as you're working the land and, the, and, and, and building the country and so on, which is very vital and very precious and very important. Nevertheless, if that's all that you're doing, if that's the only side that you're busy with, hayyoved es avodes amo rak mitzadachad. You're a beautiful Jew, but you should know that you're only serving your people mitzad echad. You're, you're not, it's only chatzi ha-malchus. It's not the whole malchus. 
It's not the it's not the whole malchus. See the side of evil, Achshverus with all of his generosity. That's all. That's the only offer he made to Esther Malka, right? That's a Russia. That's what he said. Achishver says to Estamalka. You think that he's going to give him the whole Malchus, the way he's, you know, they're like leading up to this. So Achishver, she's Mamish Meshuga for Estamalka. And, and you think he's about to say, you know what, you can, you can have everything, right? <coughs> but he doesn't say that. He says, you could have Chatzia Malchus. You know what Chazal say Chatzia Malchus is? What? Huh? Everything except the base of Magdash. Everything except Kodesh Kadoshim. You understand? You can only have Chatzia Malchus. You can't have that combination of Kodesh Kadoshim. That's the riches of, of, of Achishvayish. Ad Chatzia Malchus, not the base of Magdash. Because the base of Magdash is Kodesh and Chol. Everything else is only one side of Yiddishkeit. In other words, everything outside the base of Magdash, everything outside the Kodesh Kadoshim is only half of Yiddishkeit. It's only half. It's it's Kodesh or Chol. Kodesh Kodesh and the Besamekdis is the secret of how to bring those two worlds together, Kodesh and Chol together. So Achashverosh can't make that order. Because that's the end of Achashverosh. That's the secret. The secret of the Jewish people is Kodesh and Chol. By the Goyim, they have, they have all kinds of Kodesh. They have the Imams and their priests, the Galochim and so on. They have Kodesh. They have convents and monasteries and all. I don't mean it's Kodesh, it's Tumah, but they have that they have that idea of giving oneself over completely the not even getting married apart from the world. They have such a musak. There is such a musak that they define Kodesh as being separated from the world. And then they have, of course, most of the Khaver is Chol. But Chol means really, really mamish. Chol Shabakhol, right? Chol. That's the other side. So they definitely they definitely appreciate. They have tremendous respect <coughs> for the for the the galochim, the priests, and the shvestim, and the sisters, and the brothers, and all that. They have tremendous. They have tremendous. Their for the pope and so on. The pope is a, to, by them is a heilige mensch. They have tremendous their for him. He lives. He lives in his castle over there. He's to himself, from the, separated from the whole world. Goes with the goes with the, the yamaka and. He, Where's the big day uh, Shemani Begudim and everything? So they that's that they, they have tremendous derechers for that. They look they look up to that. They they respect that. In other words, they acknowledge just like they did in Mitzrayim, right? They also Mitzrayim. You need to have Kahanim. You need to have Kaidish. What about the rest of the Chaver? Rest of the Chaver. Oh, I'll meet you in the village at ten o'clock. <laughs> that's the rest of the Chaver. We're going out. And and Achishverosh. If Achishver is making all kinds of parties and celebrations and so on, <coughs> the parties you remember that he that he brought out the big day kahuna, the stuff that was stolen from the, right that comes from that from the from the from from the from the churban beis hamikdash. So Achishver takes the stuff of the beis hamikdash to show at his party. What was he crazy? What was he taking out kalim from the beis hamikdash, and he puts on the big day kahuna, Achishver. Why was he doing such a thing? Why is he taking out Kalim to the Mikdash? What does he have at the Besam Mikdash? This that whole Simcha at the beginning of the Megillah is the Simcha because he thought now is the end and there's no longer going to be a Semikdash, it's finished. And the whole Indian of Haman was that he was trying to prevent the building of the second Mikdash. He was involved with the Kisve Sitna to prevent with the with the rest of the Malaikim to prevent the building of the second Besam Mikdash. So so why is Akash Why what did they have to do with this? Because the because the last thing 
on earth that, that Achishverosh and Haman want to see happen is the Beis HaMikdash. Because the Beis HaMikdash, <coughs> the Beis HaMikdash means Kodesh Kedoshim. The Kodesh Kedoshim means that, that the, world of, the world of Amalek is finished. The world that comes and tells a Jew that if you want to be happy, you have to bury yourself in filth. And if you want to be holy, then you have to have nothing to do with the world. That's Amalek. <coughs> if you want to be happy, you have to bury yourself in the world. You have to invest entirely in the world. If you want to be holy, then you have to have nothing to do with the world. That's Amalek. Shlomo Amalek says, Shir Shir Shlomo says that the tachlis of Kedusha is a holy kiss. That's a very revolutionary thing. That's the Teres of A holy kiss. Yishakenim and the Shikai Spiel. Not not the kiss, a holy kiss. That's the beginning of Shir Hashem. Yishakenim and the Shikai Spiel. A holy kiss. So the world of Chol says, just kissing. There's nothing holy about it. Every disgusting, disgusting thing, Tumma. The world of Kaidish says, kissing a wolf. That's not nice. And Shalom Elal says, Yishakenim Nishika is pio. Kitoyim deidechem iayin. Mashcheni acherecha narutza. Heviani ha-melech hadorv. Hadorv is the Kosh Kadosh. The bedroom is Kosh Kadosh. Heviani ha-melech, we spoke about that last week. Heviani ha-melech hadorv is the Beis HaMikdash. So Achishverosh says, Adchatsi ha-malchus v'inoslach. I love you, I love you so much, I'll give you half of the malchus. That means London, Paris, Tokyo, New York, Los Angeles, you name it. Everything, everything you could have. He's in love. Everything you could have. But not the Beis HaMikdash. Oh, no, 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 no. Not the Beis HaMikdash. There can't be a Beis HaMikdash, because that's the end of Achashverosh. That's the end of Amalek. There can't be a Beis HaMikdash. Because the Beis HaMikdash means the secret. The secret is... A holy kiss. The secret is not—it's ju- not just kissing, and it's not just holy. The secret is a holy kiss. That's kajikadasha, and and that that achashverosh can't be soivel, can't bear such a thing. It's unbearable to achashverosh. That's why adchatsi amachus means that the base of means you could throw yourself into the world. I'll give you everything in the world that you want. You could have the most exciting life. You could have everything you want. I'll get you your own. You could have your own jet. You know, your own plane, you could have uh, yachts, you could have anything you want. I'll even give you a lot and Haifa and Tel Aviv, whatever you want. Just don't ask me for the Kodesh Kedosh. You understand? Mm-hmm. Don't ask me for the Kodesh Kedosh. That can't be. That can't be. I can't give you that. Because once, once, if that's in Jewish hands, then it's finished. That's why they go, that's why they go Meshuggah, by the, by the mountain, by the Yishmaelim. They can't. Be, that's the pacha that they have. Then any time a Jew looks up to up on top to see them, they, they make a whole they make a whole jihad. They get they get scared. The side of Tuma gets frightened that the Jews want the want the Temple Mount. They're very frightened about that. There's a pacha. They're afraid of it. <clears throat> well, you see that they that the America America, which officially loves loves Israel, that America still after all of the years with each president who swears that he's going to make Jerusalem the capital, right? Every single president swears that when I get elected, 
Switch. Yerushalayim is going to be the capital. Everyone swears. The they go around. Embassy, not the oh, the, the embassy. So well, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. They, <clears throat> this is when they go around. When they go around campaigning in New York and in Florida and California, <coughs> wherever there are Jews. So this is this is the what we're going. The, most of the reason that I want to be president is so I can make Yerushalayim. That's why I really want to be president. And each time, and each time it happens, then everybody says, then all the Jews say, so you know what, what's with Yerushalayim? You guys moving from Tel Aviv? No, we can't do that. If you know what's going on with the church and what the church owns in Yerushalayim, and the union of the church, of the Catholic Church and the Vatican in Yerushalayim, there's still, uh, the, there's, a lot, a lot, that's sugi, it's a big sugi of the presence of the Catholic Church in the old city of Yerushalayim. And they refusal to let go, their inability to let go. And the whole story of, of by Hartzion, uh, Yerushalayim, the church, the Yishmaelim and the Nazrim, they, they're afraid, they're terrified to let go of Yerushalayim. And Mitzidam, I get it. I understand why they're afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid. The Muslims all over the world who despise the Palestinians, who hate them as sinners marvels, because it makes them feel guilty because none of them take them in for Achnas <laughs> But in all their homes, they have a picture of the Arabais. They put up pictures of the Arabais. What is that? What do you have with the Arabais? Muhammad, because Muhammad parked his horse over there. <laughs> Didn't even put a quarter into the meter. <laughs> that's where Muhammad parked his horse by the Kaislam Harvey. That's the head of the mindful. That's the new, that's the new story. They're But they understand intuitively that that's any deals that the Goyim would make with Jews, they, they, don't want, they, they can't talk about Yushalayim. They won't talk about Yushalayim. They can't let go of Yushalayim. The same with Achashverish, couldn't let go of Yushalayim. They'll make other concessions, very, very little. But America, I'm not talking about the Arabs. America can't come to this thing of Yerushalayim. Can't come to terms with it. I'm not talking about this president. This president, is a, is a, he himself is a chatzia malchustika person, you understand. He's a half Yishmaeli himself. He can't say half Nazi, half Esav, he's a half Esav and half Yishmael. So he can't come to terms that it should be al chatzia malchus Yerushalayim can't be the capital. And whenever they, they come, and, and all these people, when they're campaigning, they said they're going to make sure that Jerusalem's going to... Nothing. Nothing from nothing. <coughs> they can't do that. They'll visit Yad Vashem. That they like to see. Every guy that comes to Yerushalayim, you take him to Yad Vashem. So they could cry over the Holocaust, right? They can come and cry over the Holocaust. So you bring the President of the United States, so he can see Yad Vashem. See, he feels so bad about the Holocaust. We have to do something to make the Jews feel better. We have to give them something. It's a Rahman's what happened to them. We have to give the Jews something. So what do you want to give them? Anything but not Yerushalayim. You can't give them back Yerushalayim. So if Cook says these Jews... That you're only working with the tzadachol on the on the on the on the mundane side of things, and you're not religious. You, you're good people. You're trying hard, but it's only really chaver. It's only chatzia malchus. You know, that's just that's not the story. That's not the whole story. 
the avod is still not avod shleima. You're not she actually a gamkin ozer v'soid leromim is tchias hakodesh betsura leumis kolelis. We we have to work together to lift up, to revive the Jewish people in a way that's tchias leumis kolelis, all inclusive, complete, complete. Kmochen yeda kol ish Yisrael. Now now he turns to the religious ones. And Vieda Kol Ish Yisrael Abonis Erchia Kodesh Loma, you are completely, completely involved just in Kedusha. Remember, you have to remember that in Rav Cook's time, you didn't have yet. Uh, the, the side of Kedusha was very, very much in, in, in isolated in the enclaves of Yushalayim and Tzvaz and Tveria. There was no Kibbutz Lavi, you understand. <laughs> So he turns to the firm and he said, "Kamochen yeda kol ish Yisrael habonis erchei hakodesh laumah shekol zman sheinenu ozer v'tomech lebinyan hachilonishel laumah to tell the religious to say those who are with the anshei hakodesh who are building the kedusha of Eretz Yisrael." He said to tell them, "You should know shekol zman sheinenu ozer v'tomech lebinyan hachilonishel laumah as long as you're not also busy helping to build the binyan hachiloni, the mundane part of Eretz Yisrael. You're not busy." Working the working the land and building the buildings and so on. How you machsir as tzivyon ha'avod ha'lumis hamuchuyevus? You are, you are machsir. You are chaser. You're diminishing the true character of what it means our national work that we're now obligated to engage in. You're diminishing the quality of the character of the work that needs to take place by just staying in the in, in the bismedrash. You're diminishing the character of the work that needs to take place. The more this full awareness spreads, what I'm talking, what Rav Kuk says, what I'm talking about, the more this is mispashet, this gets out, this kodesh kadoshim, this this work of kodesh kadoshim gets out. To kabel at chunishat chiaseinu halumis, yoser es tzivyon hashalim. Then the quality of our national revival will receive its true. Sivyon is true character. What it really is, it will become stronger and stronger to what it really needs to be. The simcha slave to the that will, that will be to the joy of the heart of kolim etzapim lechuos yisrael for all those who are longing for the salvation of the Jewish people. Mitzion that comes only from mitzion from Yisraelim beemes of in truth and in righteousness. That's <clears throat> that's really the program. That's that's of Cook's program, of of Kodesh Kedoshim. Is one point I think he, I, I'm looking through it. I look for one word: the Avos Yisrael. What set him apart that he could write like this, and who else did, other than Rabbi Kiva and Baal Shem and Rav Nachman? And that's that 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 spark that gets the Chida Hadaris. I don't like using that word Chiloni. I mean, they're not yet the Gashmi. And the Ruchni, the Kodesh, is the Avas Yisrael. When right. all parts come together, right. when we break that wall, you get right. the Shir Shir. So, there, so, so, now going back to what you were saying last week. To, no, some good, no, good news I'm saying. Good news. Good news. So is Tavis. Do I have to ask the Chilut and the Kodesh and all the Kodesh together? What are you talking about? The optimism is what, what, what the optimism comes from the fact that 
the rank and file of of holy Jews, Hoshematermis, the rank and file, it seems to me, have truthfully have truly have a deep love for the non religious Jews. And 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 uh, even though they're very nervous and worried about their children having anything to do with the non religious, they really, really, really do love their brothers and sisters who are not religious. <coughs> What's lacking most, and I've said this a million times, is leadership, like Rev. Cook. Mm-hmm. Leadership of the Balshamtev and so on. Leadership of the of Rav Chaim Oizer and Chavetz Chaim, great people. That 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 level of leadership, Sorry. like like when it happened, you know, it's the yard site now of the boys that were killed in 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 Merkaz Rav Cook, right? It's, uh, I don't know if it's the exact day, but it's, it's, when was it? Tanis? When was when were they killed? Right, they were making Rishchidosh Adar. Right. So it was the art site of the boys that were killed in, in, in Merkaz of Kuk. And we were all mamish, uh, all of Klai Yisrael, everywhere. Borough Park, Williamsburg, Meisham, everybody was mamish Tzibrochen. Totally Tzibrochen from that. That crossed all political lines that Tzibrochen Kite, the Jews had. It was such an opportunity. It was such an opportunity. I still think back about that. That if all of the G'dali HaTar would have come to the Levaya, there were only two or three, maybe five, that came. And I know that uh, Rabbi Folshmulevitz went, Zechon Levach, he died recently, for me, Yeshiva. Rosh Weiss, the Belzerebi, as long as I went to visit in the hospital, the boys, and so on. All the Rebbes and Hashishivas were crying. I don't know any better than them. I'm not, I'm not the spit under their feet. But they were crying, and they were telling their, their boys to say Tehillim, and everybody was crying. But there were problems by the Levi. They had to work out better situation. It was too crowded. There were, there were girls there, and we had to figure out. But something could have been done. It was a lost opportunity. We lose a lot of those opportunities. But I believe that, I believe that everybody loves each other, and, and, and I saw it at that time. And I told you back then when it happened, by that, by that, when the mice happened, where, my, where I heard from my cousins that told me from Williamsburg that, that, the, that the, I don't know which one it was at that time in Williamsburg, it was the, which one of the brothers was saying it, but one of the two, either Absalman or Abaron, one of the Sam Rabbis, was, was saying, so said to the Chassidim, he says, you're wondering, so how should we react to this? How should we react to what happened there? Because so, everybody was like, sad, but nobody was talking about it. So he said, he said, they're not our boys. These are not our boys. That's what he said. They're not sitting and learning Gemara. They're not our boys. That's what he said. These are our children also. And then all of the, you know, all of the politics, all the separations. But we always botch up those big moments. We, we just botch them up. Like it's such an opportunity to eliminate all of the all of the walls. So the optimistic thing that I'm saying is that I really do believe that the that the average sweet from Jew really be'emes, be'emes, is heartbroken over the non-religious Jews and wants them to come back and is very, very, very terribly hurt when he hears that there was a, a non-religious Jew that was, God forbid, killed. And it's the same thing. Everybody's looking over to see the other one was took by Yanam, you know, and they just can't get it together. And the reason that we're not getting it together is because of a lack of leadership, not because there's something missing in the hearts of Jews. Jews have good hearts. Are there some crazy people? Of course there's some crazy people. 
But for the most part, Jews, Jews are really, really, Jews are good, and they have good hearts, and they want the emiss that there should be a reunification of all of Amir. So they, 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 this, but to be able to stand up and to, to there's such a, a, a clipper of holding back the leadership from, from coming to this, such a, such a strong clipper. And, there, and there are people that are doing that. And, and so you remember what happened? Oh, yeah. What happened to the list? My, 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 so what happened with the, in Aza, that you had these Haredi ladies in Beit Shemesh or in Beit Tar, I don't know where, and they started a whole organization that they were bringing meals over to the soldiers' wives. Usually the women are the ones that lead these things. Because they don't have the whole hang about which yeshiva and which rabbit and whether he wears white socks or black socks or whether he wears a round hat or a square hat or a knitted yarmulke or no yarmulke. The ladies just, the women just have a thing. He's Jewish. The only reason that they, the, the reason that you see them, you know, together with their husbands, is because otherwise the husbands are going to beat them up too. That's the only. That's the only reason. Otherwise, the women have any of these in yarnim. Honestly, to have any of these in yarnim. When the war was going on in 1948, all the old, all the old uh, Prussian ladies and the Hasidish ladies, all the, all the most the frumest ladies that were tichels over their noses, all of those ladies were going around to the soldiers, making nice to them and bring, making mamish physically nice to them and bring them food to eat. And while their husbands are writing articles, the old ladies are taking chicken soup, are taking chicken soup and giving it to the soldiers. The ladies get this whole thing, but what are they going to do? The husbands are going to turn against them. The, the, the ladies would lead the whole thing. They would already be Mashiach a long time ago. I'm not a feminist by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> if the ladies would lead the whole thing, just like in any shul, if, if in any shul, if, you would, if it wouldn't be the guys, the guys will come to machlok, all kinds of intrigue and things like this, and all kinds of stuff that they have going on. And, and the women are sitting in the back, like, like shaking their heads, like, I just can't believe this. The guy, get, the guy wasn't called Fanilia, so he's angry and marches out of shul. All the stuff the guys do. So what is it? The separations. Women have no opinion like that. A woman doesn't see any chilik between a Lubavitcher and a Lakewood. And if they say things like that, it's only because they're nervous about their husbands. They don't believe in any of that stuff. You give me the you give the most Hasidish woman in Meir Sharb, and she has no problem being a mother for the most chiloni soldier in, in, in Ramad Gan. No problem with her. She sees her like a like her own son. Guaranteed, like her own son. It's, but she wouldn't say that out loud because her husband's going to get angry. She's no different between her son and that son and that boy. No difference. The women, no difference. It's the name of the guys. And the leadership is in the hands of the men. That's the Matthias. The men are supposed to be the leaders. <clears throat> and, 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 and we're in this, we're in this matzah, this, this stalemate this, that was stuck in there. Of course, crying about all the years ago. Maybe there's a lack of leadership, but Sorry for saying this, but if Rav Kook was around today, would there really be a Lech Knaas Kholi Hodem? Would there be what? Would, would, would there be Makabah if, if Rav Kook was here today? Would, would, would there really be a Lech? Why did you say Rav Kook? If a Mashiach was here today? <laughs> 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 the Lubavitch Rebbe didn't give us a chance. I'm not saying that he was Mashiach. I'm saying he, didn't give, he wasn't such a person. And look what, they, look what they made from him. We saw that nowadays. There was such a person like Rav Kook. The Lubavitch Rebbe was that type. And what did they? What did they make him into? They wanted to make him to a shmata. They didn't. They don't know what to do with. They didn't know what to do with him. They were afraid of him. 
And you see how he was all he was screaming about was Eretz Yisrael Hashlema, right? He wanted the Beis Hamikdash back. So they make fun. Oh, Mashiach, Beis Hamikdash. The, the, we want Mashiach now. They make fun of the Bible. He wanted the whole Malchus, not for himself. That's what they made the Balash and Harvard people. He didn't want for himself anything. He lived, he lived for himself, the Bible. He lived for himself. Even the biggest enemies wouldn't dare say that while they're sending themselves someplace in, in Tveria. The Bible lived for himself a minute. He took vacation a minute. He never lived for himself a minute. He said, I want, we want Mashiach now. We want the base of now. Everything. No Chatzia Malchus. Well, everybody else is saying, no Chatzia Malchus is not bad. If I can get four guys into Knesset and I get another $100,000 for my yeshiva, I'm happy. Nachon? That's what it's all about? Forget about Rav Kuk, Mashiach. If I get a couple of Shkolim for my school, for my program. The nice program is nice schools. That's what it's about. Beza Mikdash. Malchus. Chatzia Malchus means my institution. My Chasidus. That's what it means. Chatzia Malchus. The Klai Yisrael people like Rav Kuk and those kind of people, big, big people, Rabbi Chaim Arizah was such a person. The Chavetz Chaim was such a person. Chavetz Chaim didn't stop talking about the Beis Hamikdash. Didn't stop talking about the first second about the Beis Hamikdash. The Chavetz Chaim. Those Jews are in that place. Rav Kook, Chavetz Chaim, Lubavitch Rebbe. They didn't stop with the Beis Hamikdash. And other people are saying, "What are you making such a big union about it?" The main thing is that we got that in our neighborhood we got a new bus stop. That's the main thing. I got a new bus Please stop. Please note my, that your conference will expire. In I got a new bus stop in my, in my neighborhood. That's the whole vision. The big vision. I got another fourth shtenders in my yeshiva. Picture, the bigger picture. And everybody has what to say. You'll forgive me. I, I, I had to leave very well. Rabbi, the, polls, Nisa. Po- the polls are coming out of Israel now. They're saying that what's the number one issue? Right? Not security. Not, you know, you'll be surprised. Who is a Jew? Between the, uh, between the non-religious Jews. The, 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 non-religious, Jews, the non-religious Jews, Jews in the Eretz Israel. The non-religious Jews in the Eretz Israel love Yiddishkeit. They love Yiddishkeit. All the studies are showing that over 60-70% of them ha- have very, very warm feelings for Yiddishkeit. That's not the problem. The problem is what Rav Kook is talking about. The, 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 we need better Shadchanim. That's what we need.